Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Heart of Indy Radio. We are so honored to have a very special guest with us this evening. She has appeared on all three of our shows this past weekend, um, and you guys have just went nuts blowing up our emails and our, D- our DMs. Actually, we've had someone dedicated to just answering, you know, the Carissa <laughs> messages. Oh, my goodness, with people like you. Carissa, welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh my goodness, so much excitement. I love these tracks and I have, you know, I have been binging on all of your music all week and just kind of getting a feel for who you are as an artist. And I can't believe we hadn't found you until now. This is ridiculous. I'm embarrassed. I know. I was actually shocked to see your message. Like, how did you find it? It, Yeah, you just, you popped up. Um, Thank goodness for algorithms out there. We're always looking at indie artists because Heart of Indie Radio, listen to the title of the station, we're here to help independent artists. And while you're signed, you still are a really new artist, but you definitely are one of those artists that I like to refer to as a hands-off artist. You know, as soon as you hear a song, your hands off the mouse, you're not, you're not interested in looking at anything else. You just, you just want to hear it. And oh my, oh my God, we're just so excited to have you here. So you've always had a passion for music, right? I have. Like ever since I can remember, I just love listening to music. It was always on in my house growing up too. My mom has like a crazy music palette. She just she's always listened to really good music and that helps. Yeah, so I grew up listening to that. So with influences like I'm guessing uh, but but what I've been able to find out, Queen, Allison Krauss, Whitney Houston, Stevie Nicks. Oh my gosh, Stevie Nicks. Yep, and Blue Rodeo. And Blue Rodeo. Here. So I grew up listening to to quite a bit. <laughs> so what's your favorite Stevie Nicks song? My favorite one, like there's too many, but I love Gypsy and I always slide. They're just songs you listen to and they they just give me goosebumps and and you just like I don't know I tear up when I listen to those songs yeah I mean she just got the whole package she has the look she has the stage presence she has the vocals she's just a little bit sassy with her lyrics you know her her songwriting and the way she executes them is it's just it's Stevie you know within a bar to who you're listening to so oh my good I just I see it coming out of you already your performances your performances are so so beautiful so your parents kind of seen this coming. They seen the reality for what it was, right? So they enrolled you in vocal lessons? They did. Yeah, they heard me singing in the house and then they realized I really loved it and they wanted to help me and they signed me up for some vocal lessons. And I kept with that. Like I learned the basics of singing and I actually had like an opera coach really help me to, to project my voice because I grew up actually like really shy and my voice was very quiet. Like I never... I didn't know how to project my voice. And she really brought that out in me. And then a couple of years after that, uh, I found a guitar in my, my grandpa's basement. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really special. It was like, it's, he, he still has it. It's a Spanish like flamenco guitar. And cause he, he loved playing that. And when I saw it, I just, for so, like something just kind of sparked in me and I grabbed some old guitar books and he was so excited to see me that <laughs> yes one of my granddaughters wants to play <laughs> you know we 
we operate in the Texas market too. And in the Houston area, there are tons of Mexican restaurants and they, they serenade the, the customers with those guitars. It, nice. it is so cool and it, it is free. They don't charge anything for it. It's just, it's an atmosphere. It's just really, really cool. So you've added the guitar to your musical tool belt. What else? You play keyboards or piano or anything else or? Actually, like that was all. And I kept with that for, for many years. And then just recently in 2020, I started to teach myself some piano chords because my boyfriend actually gifted me. You can see there, like there's a keyboard keyboard there. He, he was like, I have this and I don't play it. And then I basically just taught myself some chords and we'll get more into that afterwards. Cause there's a story there. Uh Oh, just acoustic for, for many years. <laughs> and you've been around for a little bit. You're not a brand new artist. You've been around for a decade, right? Yeah, like over a decade, actually. And you, and you hear it. I, there's this emotional and lyrical and vocal maturity that you have that's just so, so beautiful. I've got to share something with everybody in this video because when I read it, I was like, oh, my goodness. So your brand new EP, Love and Be Love, you described it as feeling like a big love letter sent out to the world. It's like, wow, even your descriptions of your work has a clever romantic tone. It's just so beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> and it is, though. And I really like talking about it now because for a while there, there, there was nothing going on. So it feels so great to finally to, to chat about it. And for me, like when I was writing these songs in 2020, it was a dark time. Like, it, like there were moments where, where I didn't really know, like, how to how to go on and and then i had my my partner that i had met just before everything shut down too so we were getting to know each other and then there were times we couldn't see each other and then all these songs just started to to come out and i was like literally in the darkest of times i'm sitting there writing like these love songs and and just as a whole it was like well you know they might be a little romantic to me but I think they're positive and and just love and be loved like not in a romantic way but to give love to everyone and you're going to feel that in return absolutely so you've got a really cool uh music library that you have built so far and it's just it's just so impressive um so in two seven in 2017 you dropped i got my girls and in 2018 feel so good song those were both your indie songs right okay um and then in 2019 you signed with coalition music yeah an independent record label here in in toronto yep i'm familiar with them it's a good outfit now i imagine at some point there had to be a trip to nashville to kind of meet up with writers and that kind of thing right that had that had to be in order at some point yeah there it was great that was my first real writing trip to nashville and working with other songwriters and um there's a story there too i don't know if you want me to get into it now sure okay great but um anyway i was writing with crystal lee and jimmy Fow, and this was in 2019 okay and crystal that day she walked into the session and she goes guys i have this great idea um i came up with this line it's called like the world needs more people like you and we both loved it we were like that's a really great line and then that day we didn't end up using that we just decided to write something kind of like sassy like a rock country song and that line still stuck with me though it never really went away and then i found out 
in 2020 that my friend had suddenly passed. And during that time of 2020, like I was not writing, I was not being musical. I was, I was just really sad. Like I couldn't really understand what was happening. But when I found out, I was like, I want to write this song in honor of him. And, and I ended up reaching out to, to Crystal and we finished that idea together over Zoom. That is so, so cool. You know what? When you first come to Nashville and you start getting involved in songwriting groups, it's an immersive process. And it, it's just, there's nothing like Nashville. There's nothing like the state of Tennessee. We have two stations in Tennessee, the Memphis Show and the Nashville Show. And for good reason, Tennessee is a music state. Um, so we're a little biased. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So tell us a little bit more about your writing experience in Nashville. It was awesome. Just to just to work with with songwriters that have been doing this for for many years and you know I, I really got into the songwriting when I was around 18 years old like that's when I was starting to really come up with I would say like better melodies and and like you know not stuff that I was writing when I was 12. And I just had a real interest in in like sharing my truth and to work with people like that was just a really great opportunity and it was really cool to see how how they do it there too right like for me at home when i'm writing i'm just using my acoustic guitar and i record a little voice note on my iphone right nashville it's like we're doing demos right away we have like a loop going so it was really cool to see that yeah it's definitely a process and that's kind of what I meant when I said it's a very immersive process because you're not used to all the tools that suddenly will be thrown at you all at once. No, we're doing it all now. <laughs> right now. And then you're walking out and you have this whole like session just right here. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. So in 2020, the whole world locked down. So how does it feel to finally be pulling out of this worldwide lockdown and be in front of an audience again feeling that bond that chemistry between artists fans it's amazing I, like i was really emotional for the first show i did just to to see everyone again and and um i'm sure it was different in some parts of the the u.s but here in canada yeah. like a lot of people um everywhere you went it was masks like just everywhere so oh yeah saw people's faces and connecting that way again just to like even look out and just being on stage and, and seeing their faces and, and their reactions it was just really emotional for me and and it was great because i've just been been at home for the last couple of years just sitting with all this music excited to share it and not having that opportunity to do it. <laughs> it it's such a powerful thing you know there's this chemistry that happens between an artist and the fans especially the ones that are closest to the stage because you can see facial expressions you can make eye contact and it becomes a very intimate thing you know what i mean so, you know, during the lockdown, we all had a chance to engage in a little bit of self-reflection and kind of take a, a really long look in the mirror and figure out things about ourselves perhaps we hadn't even noticed. So what was your personal takeaway from that long lockdown? So much. Like, I don't even know where to begin, but like, like it's deep because you go from, from like, like I've known from such a young age what I want to do. And I was, and I'm grateful for knowing that like at, at 12, I'm like, I want to be a performer. I want to sing. And then when, when, when things are stripped away from you like that and, and you're sitting there and you're feeling so 
so sad and just quite literally like I was very depressed during that entire time and it was like when you don't have shows coming up and you're not really writing with people you start to question like who you are like like what are you doing with with your life right and I know it was just like when you think about it like a year it's not a year isn't really that long but did it feel like like it was just going to go on forever sure like it was just it was too much sometimes and yeah and then that's how I got into people like you when when I found out my friend had taken his life like it just it broke my heart and I wanted to write a song that would lift people up because I, I, I even felt that too and I wanted to just create this positive thing to remind people in those moments like you are so much you are so special don't forget that you know, we have a, a triad here at Heart of Indy Radio. Part of it is Children's Charities through Shriners uh, Hospitals for Children, Texas Children's Hospital. And then, of course, our music education component, which is what this is part of, Heart of Indy Radio. But there's a third component, and that is suicide education, awareness, and prevention. So that's a really big part of what we do. Um, so we love hearing stories like this where people are willing to be transparent and very emotional and share their feelings. It's not easy to, to work through and process. It's even less easy to talk about, but it, it's so helpful and therapeutic for other people to hear you talk about it and to hear you sing about it. That I believe is why your song blew up across all three stations, because <laughs> there are a lot of reasons why people take their own lives, but COVID had a, had a huge impact on a lot of people. And so there are millions of people out there that are feeling what you have felt. So just know you're not alone. Okay. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? When, because we're social creatures. Sure. Now just be stuck inside, not doing anything like that, that takes a toll on everyone. So, and that's why I say like this whole EP is just a big love letter. And I, and I just want to spread more love in, in times like this. Thank you so much for doing that. So <laughs> we want to hear it and the fans want to hear your story. You know, they want to hear the story that goes with that song because they love that song. And um, it, you know, it landed right in the top 10 right away. I was not surprised by that based on the number of emails and DMs, um, but it, it's just going to climb and, and probably stay there. That's my guess. So in 2021, we take a new turn with scars and all. Wow, what a revealing and transparent song. Uh, you wrote that with Carrie DeMeyer, right? I did. I've been writing with Carrie for, for many years now. So tell us about it. That song, Scars and All. Because I listened to that, I was like, she is being so real in this song. You got to take, it's unconditional acceptance. You got to take me as I am, all of me. Yeah, it's just, it's so important. And like, I'm such an emotional person to begin with, as we know. <laughs> yes. And I love that about you. Absolutely love that about you, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's just who I am. And like, I just, I mean, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. And I, I, anyway, I this song goes back a few years, actually. Carrie and I were writing one day at my house. And it's just crazy how the song even came about. Because that day, I didn't even know what I wanted to write about. I was just playing my acoustic guitar. And I, and I came, up, came up with those, uh, those chords at the beginning. And Carrie walks in and she goes, okay, well, I really like that. It's catchy. 
And then she had a title, Scars and All, and immediately I was like, this is really cool. And it's not even like we got to talking and it wasn't even just physical scars. We were talking about emotional scars. Right, exactly. Which many people have. And, and they might not want to share that. It's just something that they might not want to talk about. But of course, like these are things I want to talk about <laughs> and write about. <laughs> so so we, we ended up writing that song and I recorded it with Colin Cripps. And this song, it started like, it wasn't even actually as fast as you hear it now. Like it was more mellow and very chill. And Colin in the studio, right away, he goes, I hear this almost like a John Mayer track. And you hear that like drum loop. And it was just so special in the studio when we were tracking that because I was in like the other room recording my acoustic on top of that drum drum loop. And the whole band was in the chapel. So it was just a really special way of recording. And it's pretty cool to now see this song like out in the world and, and people connecting with it and, and just, you know, like feeling like they can be vulnerable and like, it's a good thing. It is. It's okay to be transparent and vulnerable, let people know who you really are. And they either love you for who you, who you are, or they don't. And if they don't, there's- Because the truth is not, like not everyone is gonna love you. And I mean- That's okay. But we love you. <laughs> we love you here. <laughs> so in 2022, we get a double shot of Carissa with people like you, which we've been talking about. And I'm, I, I'm so happy that you're willing to be transparent and share that. And then right on the heels of that, your brand new EP, Love and Be Loved. And that, that was produced by Colin Cripps, uh, you know, Canada's own Blue Rodeo, right? So- so, so talk to us collectively about Love and Be Love. This was your baby. This is your EP. You've got to pour everything you've got into this. Pretty much. Like when you, when you really think about it from age 12 to now I'm, I'm 25 now. Like I've had all these years just to and and now to create this. I just thought it was so special to have a title like that, like love and be loved and have that live on as music just will forever live on when we're not even here. It's such a catchy title too. And I think it's a good representation of the contents that you, you're about to listen to. Yeah. yeah. And it, it kind of like, it kind of came from the actual song love and be loved because that was one of my favorites on the EP and that song actually I was like, I taught myself just some, a few piano chords and I'm not a great player. Like I just, I do it just to write some, some songs. Right. And I remember the day, like I, I came up with that melody, like I was in my bedroom, had the window wide open and it was just this beautiful, clear day, like a summer day. And I was just feeling so grateful in those moments when because in 2020 like there were just too many dark times for me and I was just grateful to have my partner there and I was just like looking up at the sky and I'm like how great is it to love and and feel that too to just have someone that that loves you for who you are like it's just this whole journey when you when you really think about it from listening to scars and all to to now love and be loved so it's it means a lot to me and it's just it's really special to see that you kind of see and feel and hear this 
intertwined musical and emotional journey that you're taking and you just take everybody along with you and it's just so cool so you got such a again you got such a powerful library of offerings so far i'm so excited to see where you go from here can you share some of your most challenging situations with any of your projects so far for new inspiring artists who love to hear that they're not alone because they're just starting out and they're struggling uh you know it could be anything studio settings arrangements harmonies anything that you may have had a challenge with oh i've had i mean i've been doing this for for a while and starting out like even just like as a woman and, and music sometimes can actually be like a little challenging and going into studios um having to like pay for recordings because like they're not cheap Ooh, no. working <laughs> like, i was working part-time and like being able to pay for those and when you don't have um like a manager to help you out you're kind of doing this all on your own you're having to 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 meet people and and like have a deadline and say like i need it now and i need it for this time and sometimes people might take advantage of that and they won't like you know really be there for you and there's been like there's been so many times like that where i felt like i didn't have as many opportunities as i'd like and 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 not being like accepted that way but i mean I think it just full circle, like as you want to put in the work and you're going to see the results. And for me, especially in the studio, one of my biggest challenges was actually recording harmonies. I'm not a good harmony singer. Like, like it's a struggle. And the crazy thing is when you're listening to this EP, you hear quite a bit and those took work. <laughs> like they took work. So Colin actually really helped me with that because being in Blue Rodeo and working with Jim Cuddy, like they, they work on it all the time. So he really helped me with that. Again, it's a process until you got someone, like you said, who it's a team effort, someone working with you and helping you to walk through things, say, no, you can do this and letting you see, you know, where they think you're having the challenge. So yeah, thank you for sharing the, those little tidbits because it does help other independent artists who are who are aspiring artists kind of figure out, you know what? Okay, it's not me. I'm not by myself. This is a challenge for everybody. So, and that's kind of what we're about here at helping independent artists realize that they don't have to reinvent the wheel. Guys can learn from each other, you know, share that. It's really challenging sometimes. Like the music business, it's not easy, but as long as you're there and you, and you want to put in the work, like you're going to see results. And that's part of the key component you have to kind of keep in your in the back of your mind when you say music business and remembering that it's fun it's emotional it, you know it's something you love but at the end of the day that second word business it is a business and so it is and so you've got to take your brand in your own hands and make make sure that nobody takes it for granted that you hold them accountable if you're paying for studio time paying for mastering that, that it doesn't get put on the back burner you know you're a priority you spend matter and, and your songs matter <laughs> yes yes exactly oh my goodness so do you have any concerts or collaborations or more music what else is happening uh for you in 2022 well right now i actually have a show coming up april 9th here <laughs> in hamilton and that's i'm excited for that show because it's more of like a songwriter's session so 
we're going to talk about like what inspired these songs. So I'm really excited to be doing that with my good friend, Dave Woods. And I, I love what he does because he puts on all these shows and helps songwriters around town. And it, it's a great thing. So I'm really looking forward to that one. And then come summertime and fall. I mean, it's been challenging here, just like <laughs> living in Ontario for shows. Like there hasn't been a lot going on. I know, I know. I'm kind of just like waiting it out and, and I, I'm hoping that like more opportunities will, will come because I really want to play these songs live wherever I can. So it's kind of like a waiting game at the moment here, but yeah, whoever's listening, like I'm ready to play some shows. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're listening. Yeah. Um, it, it's really hard right now to get the bookings. So um, are there any folks on your team or that you're working with, you'd like to take a moment to kind of give a shout out. Yeah. Honestly, well, I want to say thank you to you, Eddie, for talking to me today. Oh, it's it's my pleasure. It's our honor here at Heart of Indie Radio. We love you. It was just such a pleasant surprise to just to, to see your message. And and it's just really great to see that people are connecting with with these songs. It means so much to me. Mm-hmm. And, and my team as well, like Coalition Music, my manager, Liam, and the whole team that just has helped me bring this out, and my, my co-writers as well. Like Carrie DeMare, I've been writing with her for years, and two of the songs on the EP I wrote with her. So it's just really <laughs> special. And um, You know, the, we have another exciting p- piece of news for you. We do. Um, it won't be a surprise for the listeners by the time they see this video, they will already have it in their hot little hands, but we have added something to our own tool belt. Just when you think Heart of Indie Radio isn't growing any bigger, it's growing bigger yet. We're adding a new tool and that is a brand new magazine just for heart, just for independent artists. So it's, it is about indie artists by indie artists. These articles are written by other independent artists who they know the struggle. They know what it's like. So guess who is one of the artists on the cover of that magazine? Me. Yes, you made the you made the front cover. So congratulations for that. That is so cool. How could we not put you there after this? You blew up our station. <laughs> so how can we not ever on the cover? That's ridiculous. She has to be on the cover. So uh, we have a, a collection of of it's a very small community of. Canadian artists and we refer to them as Canadian gold so you are Canadian gold yes you're Canadian gold so you're up there with Avery and Alicia and everybody else so congrats really cool music so how may listeners find you online they can find me at this is Carissa like all my socials are that my website is this is Carissa my YouTube so if you want to go listen to more and, I mean, just keep up with me and everything that's going on, please go follow. <laughs> great. Thank you so much for joining us here at Heart of Indie Radio. We have had such a great time chatting with you. and We would love to have you back. Uh, you know, we can. <laughs> I'm looking at all those guitars, seven guitars in the background. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. And like, they just. I mean, one of the guitars there, my grandpa has given me. Like, my- oh, that's so special. Yeah. There's, I know, like, you just kind of, like, start collecting them. I know. <laughs> I know the feeling. 
I recognize another guitar addict when I see one. That, that's just so, that's just so, so cool. So we love chatting with you. Okay, folks, we're going to get back to the music right now on Heart of Indie Radio. <laughs> 